Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One last time here on on the block. I'm Boss Norman. Joined now, Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite in the building. Gentlemen, happy Monday. How we doing? Everything's all good. Salutations. All good. I just came from a workout. My man got that fresh beard lined up. Look at it. Look <laughs> Come on, at Blair, it. Chill out with all that. <laughs> he looks good over I almost was there. late. I had to run back and get my hat, man. You know what I'm saying? You can't walk into the barbershop with a hat. So, yeah, he cleaned me up. Hold on. You just left the barbershop? Yeah. Got a haircut? And put a hat on? Yeah. Why? Because... Hey, was man. it that bad? No, no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. He takes care of me. So you ain't supposed to wear no hat on a fresh I always haircut. wear a hat, man. You crazy. That is your hat. thing. I don't know if I've ever seen you without a hat in about 30 seconds. Nope. Yeah. I respect it. So I wanted to ask you guys, first time you get to Nebraska, what was it like for you? Big recruiting weekend, a lot of guys seeing Lincoln on an unofficial visit for the first time. Your first impressions of Lincoln. When I came, it was it was cold. Same with me. I came, man. I think I had a basketball game on Friday at night. I think or Thursday, and they it was well back then a big recruit weekend because they had me, Jason Wiltz. I mean, they got. I mean, they end up getting a whole bunch of guys out of that weekend. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, we weren't able. We didn't ever take a unofficial visits or anything like that. So it was me, Grant Wisdom, Jason Wiltz, Mike Rucker. Um, Trey Creighton and some other guys in our class. So, you, you know, uh, it was, I'm assuming, a big weekend because we had all, a lot of us start, you know, came, plus some of the local guys that were, you know, end up coming. It was cold. It was cold. I remember getting off that plane. I was like, damn. Were you from Minnesota? But that hawk, <laughs> when you got off the plane, because you got to think, you go from inside, the plane was all warm, and mm-hmm. then you get off, and then back then the Lincoln Airport was so small that you, that you walked parked, and then you walked. You walked, you walked really? in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't really? like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, and plus they were, well, at least where I came from, Minneapolis, it was a small plane. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't get, it wasn't like a big one that, say, would come from Denver or Chicago or something like that. So you had to walk. So you get off of there and, you, you know, it was like, you know, a big deal. And I was I was definitely overdressed. But it was nice. I mean, it was cool. It showed me a good time. And, uh and uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised because you know I I did take one unofficial <coughs> visit which was to Miami you know obviously that's family stuff I mean I, my dad and uncles went there and so it was completely obviously different so I had no idea about what was in Lincoln or what it was like but once I got here it was, I was completely blown away. Well, for me, I'm from St. Louis and I went to Dodge City, so that was an eye opener, <laughs> complete eye opener. Right. So I knew it wasn't no, wasn't any worse than Dodge City. So. I was able to get a private a, a, a jet, private plane. Ooh, I had okay. my own. I, Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I, I had my own you plane. You got a booster already. <laughs> yeah. Statue of limitations. How much money you get, man? No, I didn't get no money. <laughs> no money. But, yeah, I had a private plane and uh, landed in Lincoln, and I was like, okay, this is a lot better than Dodge City. That's for yeah. sure. Bigger right. plane. and Sure. Bigger plane. Bigger plane. By yeah, myself. Yeah. Um, but, no, it was, it was a good visit. Um, I was here with a, with a lot of good guys, too. I mean, you had Calvin Jones, Corey Dixon, yeah, and all those guys. So it was closing weekend. So yes. we were lucky enough to come on closing weekend, yes. which I think was good. I think if I would have came, you know, coming from Minneapolis, and it would have been a slow weekend, I don't think I would have came. So, what is the value of having other 
dudes there with you because the big thing this weekend when you know Dylan Raiola's there and he's bringing a lot of guys with him just how important is it for athletes being recruited to see other you know capital yeah. D dudes there with them here's the thing with that if all three of us are dudes we're on the same campus they already said those dudes have been to Georgia they've been to so whatever's best fit for for me may not be the best fit yeah, for, for, for you two yeah. right so you can say that all you want yeah I'm here I'm going to recruit you two but this may not be a good fit for one right. of you guys. And that's so ultimately what you have to do. That's ultimately what you have to do. Now, do I want to – I'm a quarterback, you're a receiver, you're a running back. Do I think all three of us can play here? Yes. But, again, for you, it may, may yeah, not I be a Yeah, I ain't making fit. a decision based on y'all. Um, so, right. and you say that, and I went on a, on, a, on a visit, and one of the guys that I was on a visit here with, I was on a visit at another place with, and some stuff was being – and he said, I'm coming here. Man, I turned on – on the news on Monday, that man ain't he committed somewhere Sorry else. So yeah. and then, yeah. I can say I'm committing here, and you can say you committing here, but on Monday your mind gonna change when right. you get home. So. Yeah, because things do change. You know what's funny is uh, Jonathan Brown, who was a defensive end, was on the visit here. Uh, he ended up going to Tennessee. So I knew Jonathan because we played against each other for two years in a row in Nationals at AAU. And his, another player on his team was Marcus Nash. So he ended up going to Tennessee. But when we got here. I actually connected with him mm -hmm. just from through basketball, you know, from playing against each other in basketball and talked to him all weekend and not, you know, Grant Wisham, you know, guys I end up, you know, playing four or five years with, with him. So we exchanged numbers. Now that was, you had to pick up the phone and call it in, right? <laughs> what? But no. you got to think, you know, leaving, he was like, yeah, I think I could come here. And he was like, you know, I mean, he was one of the top, I mean, it was obviously probably him, Grant and Ruck. They were obviously highly ranked. And we ended up taking three defensive ends anyways. And, you know, then he was all set to come and, and uh, you know, not all set, but it was a it was it was far enough the long that Coach Brown and Coach Osborne was asking me about my relationship with him and Coach Young as well. And I talked to him a few times, but I do remember he called me up on like a Monday or Tuesday and he was like, you know, has Tennessee called you or what do you think about Tennessee? And I was like, nah, they ain't never hit me up. And it was too late in the process, and they had called like one or two times. Now it was like, nah, I ain't gonna hit. And then he ended up going to Tennessee, playing really well. Ended up playing in the NFL for a long time. So he made his, he made a good decision for him. I made it for myself, but that can change drastically. I mean, it's no different than, you know, I went to Iowa on a visit, and it was just me and Tim Dwight. Now Tim Dwight was already going, and. Um, I was thinking about – I was close to going until they got it. We got in this little academic meeting. I was like, bro, you ain't going to get me down here going to summer school, period. And it, you, it ain't happening. I hate school, and you ain't about to have me take no classes for no college credits. Now, I think they wanted to get me down there and get me in, you know, up mm -hmm. to snuff. They didn't tell me that. So that's on them. Um, and me and Tim was, you know, cool. You know, we – you know, it's, it's cool to connect when you get to the league, but – you know, a lot of these guys, I think, is it's cool while you're here in the moment. Get home, things definitely change. Yep. Let's pause 10 seconds. Fred, you have one more question before we get you to old school. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. All right, for both of you, there's one guy on your visit weekends that you could have gotten to come to Nebraska but didn't. Who would it be? decision is going to be made on what I felt comfortable for me. 
Sure. It wasn't going to be predicated on yeah. anybody else. So these little eighteen year olds don't know what they're doing. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say they didn't know what they're doing. I just knew. Yeah, he's farther along. I'm though, farther you know along. I mean? His mindset is totally different. My mindset was totally different. Sure. I mean, a lot of those guys were here just to party, and because they had uncles or cousins yeah. or people that have played here before them, um, and friends that that were on the team already. So I don't think there was anybody in our group that I wanted to come that didn't come. Yeah, I mean. Because I didn't know them. We, gotcha. If we had social media like they have now, we, you'd know be them better. Yeah. It'd be different. But I just wanted a place for me. I know two names that they that I, that Nebraska dropped the ball on. One was Marshall Falk. Yep. And that, we're going to just blame that on Coach D. And number two <laughs> was Jamal Lewis, the running back that went to Tennessee. And I blame that on Coach Bowl because I remember Jamal Lewis – First of all, uh, another linebacker was his visit was his host on his visit. I won't say his name because I'm not going to give him enough respect because he's in some trouble right now, and I don't definitely agree with it. But he was on his visit, and I connected with Jamal, and I was a little bit older, and I was just talking to him, and and I I they had told me about him as a running back, mm-hmm. and when he walked in the locker room, at you know I think Jamal was six six foot six one. And he was, you know how they say you two twenty five or something coming, and you see him when they come on campus, they two oh five, two hundred. Mm-hmm. Nah, he he for real, legit, like legit. You could, t- I mean, he had shoulders, everything, and you know he could, he would have done. I mean, he get in our weight program, he would have obviously done well because yeah. he really liked it. But I remember talking to Coach Solis about him as a running back, and then everything kind of went well, and I just, you know, you check in on him, you know what I mean? Hey man, how your visit going? This, this, and this. And they say, yeah, we they trying to get me to come in and play well linebacker. I said, man, I said, Coach Bolt, what, 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 what? I said, do you see this dude? <laughs> I said, he look better than anybody we got. You talk about, you know, th- you know all them dudes, juggernaut and all them cats. Like, you see this dude right here? Said, we playing him the next year. He's starting at freshman at Tennessee. That's one guy that I wish they would have got at Nebraska just within, you know, I'm, you know, my – time frame I you know obviously I was a little bit older but on my visit they you know once you got with your host they kind of they yeah. you know it's different now they yeah. I don't think they had a, the, the recruiting departments weren't big I think Dave Gillespie he was the only, he was the only guy he'd talk to you then you go talk to uh, you know the coaches and if you were a so-called athlete you kind of were just lost in translation because yep. you were talking to coach Brown coach D coach Steele coach Sam you going in, you know, next thing you know, you don't want to talk to no coaches. You just want to try to go hang out with some younger guys and see who's at the hotel or whatever to kind of, you know, chop it up a little bit. So, you know, I think it's the way they recruit now is totally different. I do have to ask about Marshall Fogg. Who? Marshall, Marshall. Fogg. How, how did that fall through? Well, I think, well, first of all, don't blame it all on Nebraska. San Diego State was the only one that he came from New Orleans and everybody was looking at him as a corner. Mm-hmm. Well, then he goes to San Diego State because they're the only one that looked at him as, as a running, running back. back. And I, I remember watching Marshall Falk late because they had them sweet uniforms, all black, black socks, black shoes, and he was just murking out on cats. <laughs> so that's why I think that's probably, you know, just imagine him. But, like, he he already said blame that on Coach somewhat. somewhat. <laughs> but you can't blame Coach D because you see them feet. That's a DB. Now, but, but I, like but we I, said last week, oh, you're a running back. We want you here in Nebraska as a running mm-hmm. back. You tell them that till you get them on your on your campus. Yeah, but they, you, that would have been the big. He's he's one of the best of all time. Like I don't know what tape you was watching, 
<laughs> just like with Jamal Lewis, what tape you watch it? Hey, Dottie, he don't need to be playing no well linebacker, especially playing he for you, that, Coach Bowl at that said, time. He said, young man, have you seen our running back board? Have you seen our running back room? You can't play running back here. That man said, take me back to my hotel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, it's just, I mean, look, man, there's all types of yeah. places, man. I yeah. mean, you, it, I, I will say this, um, you know, give the, give the staff, you know, you know, kudos to the recruiting, you know, whatever, the recruiting department or whatever. Uh, not whatever, the, the whole football department, kudos getting guys here. It's not an exact science. There could be guys that they signed that you think is a foregone conclusion that's supposed to be good, can't get here, can't play dead. You get guys that come in under the radar, and they say, you know, he's the best dude in the class mm-hmm. and the only one that can last. And yeah. so what your star ranking is and what your class ranking is generally will come to fruition two or three years down the road. But it's good for Nebraska to have – that much ability to get guys to come here, whether I don't know if they're unofficial or, vi- or official visits, but I will tell you this, I keep saying this, it's not just because Kenny is right here. I'm always going to give credit to the staff that took over in the middle of the season on the fly. They've created a culture and made Nebraska – They well, first of all, they, they started a culture that would make it easier for any coach, Matt Rule or anybody, to take over to come in and weed through the nonsense because it was set forth in, the, in beforehand, or at least the starting part was, along with that, building relationships with some of these local players, mm-hmm. which are the guys within the 500-mile radius, but really in particular from Omaha to Scotts Bluff. They rekindled those relationships, especially with ones, obviously, um, with, you know, whether, you know, you, you know I'll be more than – happy to say that making those guys re- rekindled the relationship with the with with the Rayolas I will tell you that um that's just it's just common knowledge so it's not I'm not you know not a state secret anymore yeah it's not a secret so but then that again then when you hand it off to a new coach that you know that's here that's willing to also put himself out there to still re- honestly recruit him that's how you're able to him to get here and take a visit and actually you see by his body language it's totally if you you know how they have those body language experts. Mm-hmm. You see the body language when you know early you know a year or so ago, and I can tell you when it changed. It changed. It changed. It was it was one way after that Northwestern game. I know for a fact. And then when he came that next time, and he, when they walked through the 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 weight room, <laughs> and people looked at him like he was sideways, and his dad and his mom and his parents walked through there, he looked looked like he was sideways. It significantly changed and went downhill like it was just going over this cliff here and it's been rekindled. So you got to give the staff prior and this staff to taking it to the next level as well. So good things, man. There you go. What's coming up on Old School, gents? Well, obviously Sweet 16. Obviously we've shown we don't know what the heck we're talking about about the dang Elite Alabama eight. Slammer. Oh, my God. Um, we're going to obviously get into that right away. Um, and then we're going to jump into the spring ball. You know, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, it's, it's fine to drink the Kool-Aid, but, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you got to make sure you don't put too much sugar in there. And then we're going <laughs> to talk a little NBA playoffs and then uh, finish it up with the uh, final four picks or potential final four picks into championship game. There you go. That's old school. Jay and Kenny coming up right here on 93.7 Ticket after this. Catch it on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Big thanks to uh, Mary Ellens for sponsoring On the Block. That's it for me. Strick should be back tomorrow if he's not uh, too busy being entertained at seas. We'll just have to see. Anyways, that'll do it for On the Block. Old school. Kenny and Jay comes your way after this.